You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Monday, the beginning of August. And if this summer is not flying by for you, I don't know what you're doing, but I need some advice. It's just absolutely flying. Wake up and wager. Thank you very much, Tom. It's your host as always. And today we have a guest, one you might uh, recognize quite well. It's uh, Ricky. Ricky, good morning. Good morning, Tom. How you doing, my man? Oh, just fantastic. And uh, really, really excited and happy to have you on. It's been been a while since we even did this show together. It has. And man, you said it best. This summer is just flying, Tom. I, I can't even believe it. I'm trying to slow the time down right now. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. And it just keeps going faster and faster. Pretty soon it'll be getting dark. Uh, early I'll be waking up. It'll be like actually dark outside when I get up to do this show. Um, so we're on our way there, unfortunately. Yep. The only beauty of it, though, Tom, football is approaching. As the summer winds down, we know football's getting closer. Oh, it sure is. And, Ricky, we've got an, a packed um, couple of weeks here on this show um, for football. I don't remember if I told you. We've got... This week on Tuesday, Thursday, we've got um, some strategy, betting, modeling contest, the DraftKings contest, which we talked about on Friday. Um, we're going to have all those sort of things on this the shows on Tuesday and Thursday of this week. And then the next four weeks leading us right into right before the season starts, I'll break. we're going to break down each division each day. So Tuesday, one division, Thursday, the another division. And we're going to go through all, I love it. all eight. I actually heard one of the episodes last week, Tom, where you were kind of laying that out. I'm excited, especially for the competition, like the DraftKings pool one. I know you touched on it briefly last week, but yeah, you got to let me know when the deep dive is on that. That's an episode I would love to pop in for. I believe we're going to do Thursday because Tuesday I want to start with just betting football, some modeling, some numbers, things to look out for. Tuesday is going to be that. And then I think Thursday is going to be the contest. And then next week we'll roll into the divisions properly. Love it. Um, so that should be that should be a lot of fun. And, and we'll have you on a few times to break down some of the divisions for us. Um, but Ricky, the other reason I have we that we have you on this morning is uh, August is the start of 
a couple of really cool things that we have going on in preparation of football season. And just as we continue to, to grow, to grow steady picks and to grow the reach and the radio network and the podcast and the website, everything that goes with it. As we continue to grow that, we continue to kind of grow in other ways. So wanted to have you on and give like a state of the union almost uh, and just share a few <laughs> things that we that we've been working on. So I'll, I'll pass it to you. I know um, to share maybe the first thing because we have you on here. So go ahead. Yeah, I'd, I'd be honored to. So to sum it up in one sentence, a lot more content coming at you from Steady Picks today. We have two or three new content contributors starting. Um, my hope is that, you know, as soon as today or early this week, you'll start seeing some glimpses of what's to come. But in terms of like shows too, Tom, I know one of our contributors is going to be starting a show. It's going to be five days a week. It's going to be video podcast clips will be on show social media. So it's going to be different than just the original or the traditional podcast format that we've typically done everything in. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And then I'll, I'll pass it back to you, Tom, to we'll, we'll kind of chip at this. Yeah, no, this, this is perfect. This is what I wanted. Um, thank you. And yeah, that the one, the one in particular that you're talking about is going to be really, really cool. I think people are really going to taking, take a liking to him. And, uh, I'm excited to, to kind of post the first thing there so that everybody can see, um, the second person that we'll be bringing on uh, this starting this month, starting today, actually. Um, some of you may recognize her, but she is wonderful. And we're really excited to have her as part of the team, especially for NFL season. She's going to be um, a wonderful asset for us and for the shows for NFL. Um, we'll be starting in September or maybe in two weeks. I think we have the tentative start date for like two, three weeks, right at the mid end ish of August. And it's going to be an NFL show with Ricky and I, and this new person. And it's so funny that, yeah, sorry. I, I wasn't sure Tom, if I should use names or anything. That was the only reason I was being <laughs> a little weird with the, but yeah, this this show is gonna be is I'm really really looking forward to it. This will be YouTube as well, right, Tom? It will. It will. It'll be all on YouTube podcast. Um, we're gonna use the Spotify video feature. Uh, we're gonna have that loaded as well. So, gonna be a lot of cool ways to listen. Yeah, the the name thing. Yeah, I'll let them. It'll be more fun when they announce it on their their social media stuff later today i'm sure and uh just keep an eye on that we'll repost it i know twitter will be a one for a big one for for one of them so tom real quick yeah i gotta do you remember back in the manzel campaign we we knew that we had manzel for like six or seven days maybe five or six days prior to the actual campaign uh -huh. Do you remember how difficult it was to try and excite people for that without being able to say, you know, like who it was? And yep. it's we're right back to it. We're right back to it. 
<laughs> I mean, I suppose we could say, I suppose we could say today who who they are, but it's more fun when you just see it, uh, you know, when you sign on to Instagram later or Twitter or whatever, it'll, uh, you know, it'll pop up something that we reposted and uh, it'll be exciting. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So we're really excited to have two new people, two new shows. I'm really excited for, in particular, the NFL show that Ricky and I will be doing. Um, we may... I, I didn't tell you any of this yet, Ricky. I always like breaking got? news to you on the. Well, Twitter has a thing called Twitter Spaces. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm not a Twitter guy, Tom, but fill me in. So it's essentially a um, live recording studio, and you record like you, you. It's like a live broadcasting of people talking. Okay. So you would essentially, if you started a Twitter Spaces, I would invite you to be like a, a co-host, and we would get you would get on, and then you kind of talk, and it's like live. It's like, is it different than like an Instagram live? Um, are you telling me, Tom? It's just Twitter live. Yeah, but you're not tweeting; you're talking. Okay. Okay. And then. People can like request to talk on there. So like, if you're a listener, you could like request to talk, and you, somebody could give you access, and you could jump in, and maybe ask a question, or give a pick, or something, something along those lines. And then you can kind of mm-hmm. disable that person. It's pretty cool, but uh, I'm gonna try to set it up on there as well. Just like when we're recording on you know Tuesday or Wednesday evenings, when we're recording that show. Might be cool to do it live and then post it again, you know, record it and post it afterwards. I think that would be awesome, Tom. And personally, I would love to start doing more live stuff. I know it's funny. Back when we were doing the morning show together, we were even considering right before it split, like doing that show live Mm -hmm. every day. Um, So I think that's an awesome touch. And I'd be curious of any listeners would you would you pop in if we do more live stuff? Would you be interested in popping in and more of like an interactive environment? Yes, please let us know at Get Steady Picks over on Twitter at Steady Picks underscore Tom. That is me and at uh, Steady Picks over on Instagram. That's where you can find all the all that you need to, to find. Beautiful. Um. Yeah. So really, really excited. We'll try to mess around with some live stuff. It we really should. It's just well, the problem is Twitter Spaces is not. Um, you can't use it on desktop. It has to be mobile. So then it becomes a. How do I hook up all this equipment that we have to a phone so that we can broadcast on Twitter Spaces? It's kind of silly. Yeah, this is the beauty of the new talent coming into Steady Picks is Tom. They'll they should be able to help with this. So tell me what to do. Just tell yeah, me don't what to don't click. bang your head against the wall too long. We got we got other resources that hopefully can uh, at least help out. Awesome. So yeah, that was the first thing I wanted to tackle was some of the new the new news here. Um, so thanks for thanks for sharing today. You'll find out who they are, and we'll roll out the whole the whole red carpet on what the plans are. So um, fantastic. The other thing, Ricky is I've been posting the 
Um, well, I've been posting the tennis plays and the golf plays over on Twitter um, over the last few weeks, and they've been extremely just people buzzing about them, talking about them, looking, asking, all kinds of stuff. Um, the golf tournament, Rocket Mortgage, PGA Tour Rocket Mortgage, what a tournament it was. We were so close to getting it done. So um, close, Ricky. I texted you yesterday morning and said, you better hedge this, Tom, just in case. Please tell me you put a slight hedge in on Finau. Nope. Damn it, Tom. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't. And I understood why, truthfully. And this is why, like... One day we need to really dive into hedging because in my brain, it is maddening that you let 20 units slip through the cracks or whatever it was when you could have maybe assured eight or nine or whatever. But in your head, in your brain, that was a negative EV situation to hedge out to or whatever it was. I would just love to dive into the brain of Tom of how we did not hedge that ticket. It's um, well, a few things. It was a negative EV play based on what I my numbers for the last round. But that's not really the, the biggest thing. The biggest thing is that you find yourself getting into a bit of a, a hole when you do that because you start betting, you start hedging, and somebody like Patrick Cantlay, who almost did it yesterday, but he starts having an, a fantastic round. And when... um. Who am I, you were worried about uh, a third guy is what you're saying, getting yes, involved. Yes, because when they were a couple holes in, maybe five, six holes in, Cantlay was only a stroke back of Pendrith and Finau. He was only a, a stroke back at one point. It was you know, two strokes separating all three guys. And then you're looking at that and you're like, okay, I'm kind of glad I didn't because Patrick Cantlay might come from nowhere and take this. Okay, so let me ask you this, Tom. And I think this is a really good thing to at least consider for the listeners as well. Let's say that this was a March Madness tournament. And just bear with me here. And you had a 60 to 1 ticket on a team. Okay. That team then made it all the way to the championship. And they're playing in the national championship. And they're a dog. We'll, we'll paint the exact scenario. I think Finau was like a one, minus 165-ish, right? Uh, he was minus 143. Was the best okay. number I found right before they teed off. So if it was just, again, in this scenario, your bet in a championship against one team, and it was a, you had to lay minus 143 on the other side to hedge it. No one else is involved. No other teams would that be a no-brainer hedge situation if it was just that one spot? Still no. But it would be much more likely. Because it's really just... Hedging is a, a, a number of two things. One, you have to like the bet you're about to hedge with. Like, outside of the fact that you're hedging. And if you don't like it, it's not worth betting because it's just negative EV. And the other piece of it is... You know, it's all about your risk tolerance. If you have the appetite for big risk situations, 
let it ride. And that's fine. That's a very sound strategy. But if you don't have the biggest, you know, tolerance of risk, maybe you hedge it. You know, and that it's a better example, though, Ricky, because when you talk about a game, you know, a basketball game, there's only two outcomes. Right. You win or you lose. In golf, and this is something you have to account for, is there's an entire field of people that weird things happen all the time. It's not, you're not, you're at no point are you guaranteeing a win for yourself. Like if you bet Finau before the round, you are not guaranteeing yourself money. No, I get it. And that's the main reason I asked the, the other scenario is because I do understand why you wouldn't want to hedge in golf. And to be honest, like laying minus 143 even on Finau yesterday when he was tied, like that's insane to me. That Especially if you weren't hedging it, you know, that he was carrying that number. So I do definitely get it, man. But all I'm saying, Tom, is are you telling me you didn't lose one minute of sleep last night? <laughs> be honest. I want a minute count of – how much sleep you lost because you didn't hedge that bet or because you didn't sprinkle a little on Finau. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh, man. I'm pretty tired. Well, That's here was great. the thing is when I look at before I was going to hedge this, I'm looking at this and I'm like, Pendrith just finished the round on Saturday, red hot, playing with Finau. He proved that he could play with Finau. Because I think a lot of times these guys get intimidated when they when they're facing like you know one of the top guys in the world and it's Taylor Pendrith who's never been in a final pairing ever, and let alone a final pairing even relevant on Sunday. And it's just tough because you see him. You know, a lot of times they they they're very intimidated by that. But you saw him do it on Saturday. He went toe-to-toe with Finau. He finished the round with like four straight birdies to tie it up overall on the last few holes. And I saw that, and I know Finau's reputation of choking. I looked at the numbers. I said, I still like this position, and I don't really like Finau here. So, you, hey, I respect it, man. You rolled the dice. You rolled the dice. It didn't work out, but probably more times than not, you're going to have a more favorable outcome going that route in the long run. What, hedging? No, not hedging. I'm saying by, like, the more times that you're just going to let that ride when you feel good about it and the numbers align and this and that, I think, because, look, you would have gave away 10 units even if you did win and you hedged it. So, yeah, I mean... I get it, man. I I actually, I respect the non-hedge, Tom. But the only reason I dig into this, too, is because I know nearly everybody, you've earned the right, you've earned that people play your golf picks now. Mm -hmm. Like, you've won enough tournaments throughout the year that people have slowly started getting on the Tommy golf picks. (laughs) That being said, a lot of them were left high and dry yesterday not knowing what to do because we don't do a show on Sunday. So... It's good in the future to get inside your mind with this conversation and know in these scenarios, you know, what we're what we're going to do. I had a tweet typed out about not hedging and just an FYI to everybody um, that I was not going to be hedging, but it felt like bad juju. So I deleted it. 
and put my phone away. Ah, nah, I hear you. It's, it's a weird share. thing, you know, but the people wanted to know yesterday, man, what to do. I should share. I should share. Um, I'll, I'll try to be better for the next one that we have uh, a horse in the running. The other part of it is it's almost an, like this is a subconscious thing. And you know me, this stuff fascinates me with, with betting. But when your guy is in first going into Sunday, and I've done this. I've done this this year with some of the, the winners we've had. When your guy is in first, I'm much more likely to hedge with a guy who's coming up from behind than I am to let it run if my guy is in second or tied for the lead or a stroke or two behind. I'm Mm -hmm. much less likely to hedge that as opposed to when my guy's a stroke or two ahead and Tony Finau is chasing him on Sunday. I'm much more likely to hedge that which is just a weird subconscious thing because you, when your guy's in first and you can see it, you're like, oh, we're about to cash this. But Tony Finau's two strokes out on a Sunday. I don't love that. It is, it's just the, the mindset. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing, man. That's, yeah, that, that sometimes influence, you know, makes me hedge more often than I than I might otherwise. And for the record, Tom, as a final note, I have hedged in golf and looked like a, an idiot because some a third fourth party came in and won. So I'll tell you firsthand. I've done it <laughs> hedging, too. Hedging in golf can be a dangerous and and you want to talk about forget a bad beat when that happens when you actually hedge and lose both your bets. You feel a whole new world of stupid. So those are hard to stomach, man. More than more than it would be to lay in bed at night knowing you didn't hedge than to hedge and lose two bets. Ricky, I think maybe last year, the very first time like when we really started betting golf seriously and having doing all this stuff and the model and everything else. I the first time that I had a guy like in the running, I think I hedged with like the next five players down the list i'm like i'm hedging out of this i got hedges everywhere like the damn white house hedges all over and they all lose it and they all lose and some other random golfer wins the tournament and you just sit there and you're like i just bet i just quadrupled my bet size for this tournament to hedge all these different ways oh i gotta hedge this i'll hedge it in the matchup here i'll do this i'll do that and everything loses and somebody comes and after that I'm like, yeah, we're not we're not playing this game anymore. Unbelievable. Even you know how Tom, that goes most recently. Because you go halfway through Sunday, Ricky. You know, three holes in, four holes in, it's like, oh, Cantley's getting hot. I gotta put something on Cantley. Boom. You bet on Cantley. Then five holes later, some other guy, you know, young uh Cam Young was was like oh, he didn't play very well. That there was a, a Korean guy, a twenty year old whatever his name was, Kim, he was playing really well. It's like, well, got to have a piece of him. He might come up and win this, and it just snowballs. Yep. Perfect example, too, Tom. A lot of people actually did this. At the Open Championship with Rory on Sunday, it was Rory and I can't remember who he played with. It was him and one other guy tied, and then Cameron Smith was like five, six strokes back 
you know, and he just charges up and he ruined everything for everybody that tournament. But it happens, you know, it happens. Golf's wild. Fascinating. So uh, sorry about it. We couldn't get the winner done. It was 50 to one. It got to 60 to one right before a Thursday before it started. Pendrith was up to 60 to one. So couldn't quite get it home. We'll try again uh, next week here. Why don't we? Um, today, though, Ricky, we, we got a couple minutes for a few plays. I've got one play in baseball and a couple in tennis. Tennis is one of the more interesting times of year, one of my favorite times of year, because they are in the U.S., baby. It is the U.S. hardcourt swing, one of Let's my go. favorite times of year. So they are in San Jose, and they are in uh, – where the heck are they? Uh, Washington, D.C. is where they're playing the other tournament. Well, it's Washington. I think it's D.C. Because then in two weeks they come to New York for for uh, the U.S. Open. Mm. So lots of tennis in the U.S. Love it. Absolutely love it. Remind me too, Tom, before we wrap up the show, I got to address one, one note too, uh, okay. but at the end. Of course, of course. Um, so, baseball today, Ricky. Um, we've been like 50-50 on baseball here the last week or two, maybe two weeks. Um, so hopefully we're going to get back on track with baseball. Um, the play that I have today is, do to do let's pull this up here. Where'd it go? Okay. The play we have today is the Arizona Diamondbacks plus 132 against the Cleveland Guardians. Plus 132 is the best number you can get. Um, Fandle or, let's see, definitely Fandle is where you might want to go for that. Or Unibet, one of the two. Otherwise, you'll probably get a pretty, like, BetMGM's number today is pretty poor on that game. Wait, speaking of Unibet... For everybody who does not have a Unibet account, we're going to have some really good offers on the Steady Picks website from Unibet. So hold off on the Sportsbook offer page either today or tomorrow. You're going to see some really good offers from them. And check them out. Take advantage of one of the offers. Good call. Yes, we need to make that more uh, more of an announcement when that comes. We got to make sure we build up the books like we talked about, Tom. One by one, build them out. Yeah, like if you already have a bet MGM and you have a bet Rivers and you maybe have like a Fanduel or a DraftKings because it feels like everybody does, and you're like Unibet, what's that? It's the perfect time to sign up for another book and take the the bonus deposit, the bonus offer, and continue to grow the lines because Unibet actually, for the most part has some pretty good lines a lot of times. Um, and so it's worth a great app. Yeah. Worth keeping an eye on. Definitely. Um, but, but tell me about Zach Davies, Tom, you, you like this guy. Yeah, we're going Zach Davies today. And really we've been burned with him a couple of times here, um, which you don't love to, to hear or see, but the real fade here is Cal Quantrill who, Overall is not really somebody you want to back here. Hard hit rate is fine, 35%. 
Strikeout rate is extremely low, though, and I get it. Some pitchers just aren't aren't built for the strikeouts, but in today's baseball, you've got to have the strikeouts. 15% strikeout rate, that's 192nd in my list of pitchers. That's very close to the bottom. Any thoughts, Tom, in general, just on the Guardians kind of over overperforming? This season to most people's expectation. I think they're like two games out of the division. They were one of the teams when we did the um the all-star break review. You know, the Guardians were one of the teams that I actually was okay with where they were sitting. I feel like they're they're hitting the cover off the ball. Nothing told me that they were gonna have some sort of massive regression. Um I actually am not that surprised at where they're sitting currently. Okay. But good question because you know at first glance either think one way or the other for sure with the with the Guardians because you don't really think of them as being a very good team right now. Yeah, I think I think they sold a lot of players in the last couple seasons too. They they kept their guy Jose Ramirez, but a lot of moving pieces in there and. Yeah, they're they're right in the thick of things. So Zach Davies today, plus one thirty two, is the best number around. Unibet, FanDuel, Bet Rivers has plus one thirty two as well. So that's the play for today. Other plays that I was kind of considering, if you will, like thinking about. Um, the Texas Rangers were gonna be a big time play for me, but I think the number's just not quite quite right. The number's not quite right on them. Minus 154, minus 165, somewhere in that range with John Gray. Because Spencer Watkins is really bad. Uh, but you can't lay a dollar fifty or more on the Texas Rangers. I just I don't think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. What about one one quick game to get your thoughts on? Mm-hmm. Scooble is going for the uh, the Tigers here. A lot of the books don't have this line listed yet. Are you seeing any numbers? I'm just curious if you see this posted, this game. I do not. Uh, I think they're waiting for the Minnesota starter. Okay, so scratch that one. Minnesota starter I have projected is Aaron Sanchez. Um, that's couple of my sites say that's what's and if it is Aaron Sanchez I was looking to bet Detroit instantly I'm telling you Tom I I'm not a great baseball better openly but whenever I see Scoob will pop up and the Tigers have a couple other pitchers he's nasty Scoob will first of all the Tigers have a good bullpen and there's always so much value on them that I'm telling you, they're just they're a team to keep an eye on. I love these Tigers. Love my Tigers. Uh, they're not as special as they were last year. They were special last year. We we rode that train a lot, yes, last year. This year it's not quite the same for the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, last year they were wild, man. But not, not quite the same, but Today, if you see this line open up on time, I would say go ahead and hammer it. Uh, if Aaron Sanchez ends up being the pitcher for Minnesota. 
Love it. Over in tennis, a couple of plays today. Laura Pagosi plus 125 against Rebecca Mazarova. Madison Keys minus 175 against Shui Zhang. And then I have a little parlay. Madison Keys and Veronica Kudermetova. Both of them are minus 175. Plays pays plus 147. Little parlay action. Okay. How about okay. that? How about that? Shaking up the Monday, Tom. We'll get Jeez. them all. We'll get them all sent out. I just love this time of year for tennis. Oh my gosh. Real quick, too, Tom. Oh, yes. Before we head yes, out of yes, here. Yes, yes. This is hilarious. You're going to love this. On my last episode of Ranting with Ricky, I go on this tangent about, you know, I get a lot of UFC hate. So I go, I went 3 and 0 like a week ago. I go on this tangent about how you should start hearing me out in the UFC. I'm doing well, this and that. I went 0-4 this weekend, Tom. <laughs> but but here's the thing, and I want everybody to understand my UFC betting concept. Moving forward, and this began before, the way that I bet the sport is it's dog or pass for me, Tom. I go from the I start at the top and I go through the cards and I either bet the dog or I pass on the fight. Plain oh, and simple. Don't say, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. No, it's, it's been that. working, Tom. I'm telling you. It's a, it's a really good strategy. It didn't work this week, but I just want to double down on my statement and say I'm going to continue to bet like that. The dogs weren't out this week. Every single favorite on the whole main card won. That's not going to happen frequently. So I'm going to stick to my ways with the dog or pass mentality, and we'll see. We'll see. But oh, I just wanted to address and own the 0-4 because – it happened, you know? You can't can do anything about it. I appreciate that. I can appreciate that for sure. Um, you just opened a whole can of worms. We're gonna have to talk we're gonna have to talk off air about this one. Oh you're, gosh, now you're you got a problem me. with the strategy? Yes. Yes. You're ruining the integrity of of this show, Ricky. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, oh, but, man. but any blanket statements like that. Don't follow. Is my what do you mean blanket statements? Like a blanket, like I only bet dogs. I only bet favorites. The favorites always cover at home. And I'm not. I'm just to be clear. I'm not blindly saying only bet dogs in the UFC. I'm saying I only bet dogs where I see value. So for me, the UFC is such a wild sport that it really doesn't usually carry much value in in my brain to bet a favorite or a big favorite so i have a dog mentality we'll get into this another day but tom i actually think that you the the wake up and wager listeners would be intrigued by how i look at these fights another day another day we'll talk Uh, yeah another day wow now my head's gonna be spinning the rest of the day ricky hey I'm telling you, man. <laughs> UFC dogs, baby. I can I can appreciate it. I can appreciate what you're trying to do. But it's too... You can't just say, I'm only going to bet dogs in the UFC. Because sometimes the value's on the favorite. A lot of times but the value's on But I'm going to pass on, on those, Tom. Why? It's value's value. Why should you pass on something? 
because I'm tired of my favorites losing. <laughs> I'm tired of the one the one punch knockouts. But yeah, I mean, and for the record, Tom, I'm 15 and 22 overall. So I'm only winning 40% of my picks, but I'm plus 1.2 units with the strategy. So now I can we're appreciate how it that. Works, you know, I can appreciate so that. Far, yeah, so far in the green. But don't pigeonhole yourself into just dogs. Because <laughs> sometimes, okay, what if the favorite in the fight you want to take a prop? Submission prop plus 400. Well, that, that would be dog? like a dog, technically. It's plus money. On the favorite, though? See, that, I, that, see, this is an interesting conversation. <laughs> I love the idea of betting a favorite method of victory and getting more value. But, like, yeah, Tom, a guy, like, look at even Pantoja, like, one of the fights that I was wrong on. I don't know if you're familiar with this one, but the entire world bet this guy. Steady Picks had him. Brady had him. Every handicapper on the planet had him. He's, like, minus 195. Look, there, there was no value there. I bet the dog. I would have bet the sub if I was going to bet that fight. But I'm telling you, man, the sport's so wild. These, I'll, I'll, I'll vent another day. I know you don't want to hear this this early, Tom. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But we're out of time. So we're going to have to have you back to do it. Sounds good. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy all the new content rolling out. Octagon Boys is already out. The, other, the others will be out shortly. Thanks so much for all the support. Hope you enjoy everything that's new coming down coming down the pike. Steady Picks Radio. Wake up and wager. Enjoy your day.